Hey, is this thing even on? Gotcha. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Personal Finance with Kaz Hara podcast, where we learn about how to take control of our finances, build our wealth through stocks, real estate, cryptocurrency, and business. So on today's episode, we will go through six key takeaways from the book that changed my life. The book is called Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Let's get into it. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to ask a huge favor from everyone listening. If you found this podcast series helpful in any way, please make sure to share this with at least one friend who you think will benefit from this. If we get it out to more people, we can all go on a journey to reach financial independence early. And lastly, this is not financial advice, so don't sue me, bro. So as you guys may know from the previous episodes, I'm a huge fan of Rich Dad Poor Dad. I believe it is a book everyone should read regardless of if you're into personal finance or not. You are young or old, it doesn't really matter. The book will really change the way you think about money and investing. This is the book that started me off on a journey to reach financial freedom early. In this book, the author Robert Kiyosaki talks about him growing up with two dads advising him about money and mindset. One who was his own dad, a very highly educated person who was very traditional in his way of thinking and didn't really have any financial literacy. While the other dad was his friend's dad who was a high school dropout who started his own successful business. The author uses both the dad's financial knowledge and mindset as a basis to show us two different approaches to building wealth. And I know a lot of you have busy schedules and you may not have time to reach Rich Dad Poor Dad straight away, so I thought why not make an episode about it to help break down this book for you guys into six key takeaways. With that being said, let's get into the first key takeaway. Kiyosaki says, the rich buy assets, the poor only have expenses. The middle class buy liabilities they think are assets. What he's basically trying to say here is that rich people buy assets and not liabilities. He says that buying a car or a house to live in with your primary income are not classified as assets and they're actually classified as liabilities because they're not earning money for you. It is draining money from your pocket via mortgage repayments, car loan repayments, upkeep costs and more. I know this was a shock for me too. All these years, we have grown up with the mentality that buying your first home to live in is an asset for you and your family. But thinking about it now, it does make a lot of sense. You move into your own home, you buy furniture, renovate the kitchen, buy a new 85-inch TV maybe, maybe you buy a car to match the house. The liabilities and expenses are just adding up and your money is just going down. This is what Robert Kiyosaki makes us aware about in this book. Kiyosaki then goes on to say, that you can instead save and invest your primary income by investing in assets like stocks, investment properties, and business, which can then help you earn um, and generate additional income. Now you have multiple income streams that you don't even have to work for. Your money is working for you, providing you with more money, which you can then use to reward yourself by purchasing these liabilities like a flashy car, a fancy home, and luxury goods. At this point, it is okay because you are not working for money. Your money is working for you. So make sure to be able to distinguish between assets and liabilities. So the second key takeaway relates to this quote by Robert Kiyosaki. He says, intelligence solves problems and produces money. 
money without financial intelligence is money soon gone. So the key takeaway is all about how we should educate ourselves to be more financially intelligent. According to Kiyosaki, in order to be financially intelligent, you need to have these four skills. The first skill you need to know is accounting. You should have enough knowledge to be able to understand company financial statements. The second skill is learn how to invest your money so that you can grow it. The third skill is to understand how financial markets work, knowing things like what is supply and demand and what are the different things to consider when making an investment. The final skill is to learn all about tax, understanding ways of how you can legally minimize the amount of tax you pay on the income that you are generating from your multiple income streams. These skills need to be built upon consistently. Just like money, these skills will also compound over time. In the book, Kiyosaki also states that a lot of rich people start losing their wealth because they don't have enough financial education to keep it. So the whole idea of being financially intelligent is not only to be confident when taking financial risks, but also to be able to maintain your wealth for the long term. So now that we've covered the second key takeaway, let's look at the third key takeaway, which actually builds upon the second one. Let's start off with this quote by Robert Kiyosaki. He says, Successful people take big risks knowing they might fail hard, but they might succeed more than they ever imagined to. As you can see, and as you might have guessed, the third key takeaway is to take risks. Now I know everyone is really scared of taking risks because we have all grown up in a system that is that is ingrained in us that it is bad to take risks. But the truth is that by taking risks and calculated ones at that, you have a higher chance to be successful and grow. All successful people have taken many, many risks to get to where they are today. Kiyosaki says, it is important to learn to take risks in life because if we hold back without taking risks, we really don't know where the ceiling is, how high we can go, how far we can go, and how successful we can be. Kiyosaki then goes on to say that you can reduce risk by increasing your financial intelligence. He gives an example where he took a lot of risk with his first investment. He invested a ton of money at the time to buy a property. It only generated $25 a month. Now you must be thinking to yourself, $25 a month is not life-changing money. He took such a big risk and was only rewarded with $25 a month in profit. That's pretty bad. But let's now flip our way of thinking in another way. The first property helped Kiyosaki become smarter in how he invests. He gained invaluable experience and his confidence grew in investing in property. Now he has an estimated 8,000 rental properties to his name. So start to see how you can take calculated risks so that you can gain invaluable experiences which can help you build your wealth over time. So the next key takeaway from this book is that it's not about how much money you make, but how much your net worth is. Net worth is the value of the assets minus the liabilities that you owe. Robert Kiyosaki called his own father his poor dad, even though he was a highly educated PhD, earning a great salary. But the problem was, at the end of every month, he didn't have much savings left over. While his best friend's dad, which he classed as his rich dad, who was a college dropout, was focused on acquiring assets like businesses, rental properties that would actually generate an income passively. So the rich dad actually had a higher net worth because he had a lot of assets while the poor dad didn't. Let's take a look at an example to help explain this. 
Say you're making $100,000 a year and saving 10% of your income. You're saving $10,000 every single year. While your friend has a salary of $70,000 but saving 30% of their income, which is $21,000 per year. They're using this money to then invest in assets and income generating assets at that. So in the long term, they are much better off because your friend will have multiple income streams which will grow over time to help build their wealth and their net worth and hopefully become financially free early. While you will continue to work hard in your day job till the day you retire at the age of 65 because that is literally your only income source. So you would have to continue working every single day to get money while their money worked for them. So it is super important not just to concentrate on your primary income from your day job, but to acquire income generating assets, which will help you build your net worth and wealth over time. So let's move on to the next key takeaway. This is for all you young people out there. Robert Kiyosaki says, when you're young, work to learn, not to earn. So this key takeaway is to learn and not earn. We all know that money is an essential part of life, but when we're young and just starting out, it is super important to get valuable experience rather than chasing the money. A lot of us, including myself, get so caught up with how much money we're going to earn rather than understanding the valuable experience we will learn from it. This is what's most important. So if you have two job offers, one is paying you $10,000 more, but the role is one that you already know well, while another is paying you $10,000 less, but that job is actually um, a job that is giving you more of an opportunity to grow, this may be the job opportunity to take. By taking this opportunity, you can learn new skills that will help boost your career, which can then help you get a much more higher paying job sooner. So continue to educate yourself and continue to grow your skills. Okay, so let's move on to the final key takeaway, which relates to this quote by Robert Kiyosaki. He says, I can't afford it shuts down your brain. How can I afford it? Opened up your brain. So this key takeaway is to find opportunities and challenges rather than running away from them. Again, we have grown up with everyone around us telling us we cannot afford this or we cannot buy that. This subconsciously ingrains in us that there will be a lot of things in life that we will not be able to afford. It will be out of our reach. This shuts down our brain to even give it a go or even try. On the other hand, rich people are always taught to ask the question, how can I afford it? This opens up the brain to come up with possibilities of how it can be achieved. By having this can-do attitude, we're putting ourselves into a position where we are more likely to create more opportunities, which, will, which we can then take advantage of to grow ourselves and build our wealth. So these were some of the key takeaways from Rich Dad Poor Dad. There were many more things that Robert Kiyosaki discusses in Rich Dad Poor Dad, so I highly recommend checking out the book for yourself. Whether you're just starting out in your financial journey or well into building your wealth, this is a great book to read for everyone. So thanks everyone for listening to today's episode on six key takeaways from Rich Dad Poor Dad. If you enjoyed the content or learned something new from today's episode, please hit that follow button and the bell icon so you don't miss another episode. If you have any questions, tips, suggestions, please feel free to message me on personalfinancewithkez at gmail.com. I want to leave you guys with a quote by Robert Kiyosaki. He says, The mistake in becoming what you study is too many people forget to mind their own business. They spend their lives minding someone else's business and making them rich.
See you all next Monday.